I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you think my singing's out of time? Well, it makes me money, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Pete's here. Hello there. Jim's here. Hello. Luke is visiting our American cousins. Yes. Mm. Big Cuzzy Moor. <laughs> Big Fuzzy Cuzzy Moor. Oh, God, he's going to eat badly out there, isn't he? I he would is, imagine. He'll have ballooned terribly. by the time he gets back. He'll finish his portions where most Englishmen wouldn't. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, you hear that, Luke? Luke's probably one of the few ramblers who will listen to this show when he's on holiday. <laughs> I listen. All right. I listen. I'll one listen. of those still... two ramblers who will listen to this show on his holiday. And I still remember the Vietnam jibes. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. A sex tour. Yeah. Mm. What if I reminded you all of that? Yeah. Anyway, Rather than denied it. You're yeah. laying, laying really down a barrage thing. of jizzy... Luke's jizzy in America. <laughs> Marcus let's have jizzy some, Let's palm. have some comedy about that, Peter. <laughs> what? A bit more about uh, in America. Oh, Big Apple. Uh, yeah. He'll finish big, all of that. Yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> uh, he's not even um, fat. Yeah. Not even fat. Is he the Frank Lampard of the show? Though? If he was my height, he would be fat. Yeah, he would. But he's not. Did you think? Yeah. I think that's very harsh on Brother Luke. <laughs> I don't know why we're suddenly reviewing Luke's body. No. <laughs> that's the least of his problems. That's <laughs> what comes out of his mouth, usually. Hey. Hey. Um, uh, and Let's what... get this show on the road, shall we? Eden Hazard. Yes. He was pictured DJing, wasn't he, at the Belgium Fan Family Day that he's the team a, put on. And he's they're a qualifying. Chap. Yes, the team has, uh, they hasn't started a qualifying campaign just yet. I think it starts next month. So they put on a fan day, which is quite nice to see. Lovely yeah. old job. And he was behind them decks. Um, who from the world of football would you fancy as a DJ? Jim. Well, you may remember that Dion Dublin's invention, ah, the Dube, mm. uh, was not simply just for bands, but also for DJs. So obviously I'd go with Dion Dublin purely because I want to see what a Dube does and keep forgetting to Google it and find out. Well, yeah. I mean, but he can't do two at the same time, can he? He can't DJ and do the Dube. I reckon he could. <laughs> do you reckon? We know he's got a third, you know. <laughs> what, what do you think I imagine D- it's prehensile. What do you think the D stands for in DJ? Uh, what, do do jockey. Do jockey. Yeah, you do jockey. It was, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a sort of cube affair, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, a tube. It? Mm. Well, yeah, it obviously, cube, yeah. yeah. But he, and he would sort of tap away. Tap at, uh, at the old jube. Mm. And uh, get a, one hell of a rhythm <laughs> and beat out of it. Mm. <laughs> I think you'll find. Good start, Jim. Mm. Thanks, mate. Excellent. Thank Dion Dublin. He invented it. Yeah. Uh, Peter. Um, I would go for uh, Super Duper winger Ryan Giggs. Because he was great at putting in the mixer. Oh. Hey! Oh, that's fine. It's just, you know, just simple. Yeah. Don't need to, you know, dwell on it. Don't I, worry about it. Put it in right. the mixer, uh-huh. which is where the two CD decks would go. Yeah. Yep. I'd, I, well, I, I mean, on a mildly similar note, I would go for Paul Scholes. 
because mm. I'd like to see um, Tall Paul and Small Paul go back to back. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Very 90s theme there, especially with the idea of CD decks. I'm imagining yeah. all of this taking place at the Lee Sharp barbecue. <laughs> what do you reckon Hazard was playing, though? Um, probably some absolutely awful sort of Euro pop. Scooter. Bit of scooter. Scooter. <laughs> scooter! <laughs> yeah. They were brilliant. Yeah. As in awful, but yeah. brilliant all the same. <laughs> for a bit, Jim. For a bit. Yeah. yeah for about for 30 first, seconds. For the first half an hour of a house party. Yeah. I was, get I was, a scooter uh, on. He's was, shouting scooter over and over again, <laughs> and that is literally it. I'm raving, I'm raving. She says, I'm walking in Memphis, I believe. <laughs> I believe the cover that he did. She's wonderful. Good old scooter. You can still find him, still busy. Um, Imagine he's still absolutely massive in mainland Europe. I, I, I mean, we're criticising him. He's the one with the big old pool. Mm. Well, exactly. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. the kidney-shaped pool. I was, Scooter! Uh, Swimming the, now! Speaking still having life. a brilliant time! <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, DJing last night, and uh, oh. a man came up to me and said, turn the shit off. <laughs> And then about five minutes later, he... It was Scooter. Yeah. <laughs> was this in your Absolute Radio show? It just uh, barged no, into the studio. Turn the shit off. It was a, uh, after a Kasabian gig, and uh, I was digging, and he said, turn this shit off, and then he came back five minutes later and requested my favourite song. No! <laughs> which is gutting, which is yeah. absolutely which gutting. Is, which is? Uh, well, it's uh, The Rat by The Walkman. Uh, OK. It's up there. It's up there, definitely. What, what were you nice. playing that he thought was shit? Um, I think it might have been a block party Katy Perry mashup. <laughs> <laughs> so, in retrospect, yeah. I- I'm team him. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, uh, yes, there was an international break. We bloody love an international mm. break. I don't. There's too many matches and it's too confusing and I'm, it makes me have to work twice as hard, quite frankly. Mate, it's ITV4, just recording. Yeah, you just do it in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> too many matches. What about the normal weekend when you've got the FL72, the, yeah, the PL20? Yeah, but you usually highlight the ones that you want to talk about. That's the thing. That's what we've done here. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's but, pretty much all of them, yeah. to be fair to Pete. There'll yeah. be no mention of Denmark versus Armenia. Well, there should be, <laughs> because Nick has bloody Bentner set up a goal in that yeah, game. Exactly. Let's what not forget him, at? just because he's gone to Germany. Oh, yeah, so we've kicked off with, with a game <laughs> I thought we might <laughs> going to start with. Oh, well, nice. When one of us isn't here, we just become like schoolchildren. I think so, It doesn't yeah. matter which one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I'm yeah, going to link it Should all the way back. we do the Game of Thrones thing again? I'm going to link it all the way back. The Denmark flag is quite similar to the English flag, which is quite similar to the Swiss flag. England got a cross on it. England played Switzerland. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. And I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. We won, and it was enjoyable. We were good. I d- we hit them on the break. We hit them on the break twice. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, d- and even in the first half, before we'd actually scored, they just looked solid, and like we never looked like losing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was obviously the odd mistake in there. Jones let... Um, uh, oh, I forget his name. Seferovich mm. uh, in, and I think you'll find that's correct pronunciation. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, yeah, so but Joe Hart stood up tall, though. Yeah. Jo- Joe Hart is mm. part of the team. You know, we plays. need to see him playing well. Plays. So that was, it was, you know, good. <laughs> And that was with good. His feet. Yeah, mm. but England, I mean, starting Delph was a brave move, but although he did... <laughs> he had an enjoyable evening, didn't oh, he? Goodness, first, My God. First yeah, <laughs> he had a lot of, I, I would think, fizzy drink before he went on, because he was like a kid at a birthday party. The first eight minutes, I thought, oh no, this could be, that was yeah. calamitous. He p- played really well, but it was like he couldn't help himself. Well, the first one, he should have got booked. <laughs> yeah. And he, he probably thought... He probably thought to himself, all right, ref, if you didn't give me one for that, you'll give me one for this. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I want I'm, me one. Yeah. I want me one. <laughs> <laughs> the ref did say, didn't he, you've had your one pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I think he must have knew that it was his first start. But, I mean, he only played... 
20 minutes previously for or 25 minutes in, mm. in the friendly the very uninspiring friendly against Norway yeah. at Wembley but he, he was one of the yeah he was one of the more um, livelier players in that game which mm. didn't take too much but he, he slotted in he played well and obviously England played that diamond because it was mm. interesting what he was going to do with lovely to see the diamond back we like that don't we Model mm. <laughs> yeah. you must be delighted with that I am <laughs> I am because I think he's obviously seen what Liverpool do with Sterling at the at the tip mm. and Welbeck, he, he can play wide, but actually sometimes when he's coming in central, he can be effective. Mm. And what what Welbeck and Rooney did quite well. Welbeck did it certainly um, very well. It was uh, they would they would go and cover the fullbacks. Yeah, because mm. Sterling's in the centre there and it's slightly withdrawn. Role. And it's quite it's quite an odd one really for the Swiss back four to kind of cope with. You've got Sterling breaking forward from a central position, but the two front men mm. are sort of popping out wide a little yeah. bit, coming inside, always giving them something to think about. It's just nice to see like a method put into action. It's just kind of like, yeah, they just sort of thought, well, this is how we're going to play. We're going to play. It wasn't just a big scrappy mess where people didn't really know their position. It's clear that there's, there's a bedrock of kind of education in the in, in this kind of England lineup. Mm. They they know that. Um, mm. I mean, most teams at international level, certainly like the Germans and the Argentinians, they play players out of position all the time. Yeah. Uh, and they're expected to just kind of slot in. The England players, because they are very kind of... They're not the most cultured footballers. I think they, they, take, they take a little bit more time to kind of get get their heads around their new positions to a certain extent. And I think it's great to see um, a lot of players playing slightly different positions than what they're used to in, mm. uh, in their club side. Yeah, and it was good to see that Jordan Henderson was... Not not freed up in a sense to, to to gallop forward, but he's he's certainly he's not the man to play just in front of the back four. Mm. I mean, he can kind of do that job, but you want him all action, yeah, getting getting up and down and uh, and stuck in and whatnot. Because but he, and and he has got a bit of craft as well. He's not just uh, an engine room type player, although he's very good at that. But England, uh, I mean, we saw what Jack Wilshire was saying that Roy Hodgson's giving them homework in between uh, <laughs> in between international matches, mm. and they're going away. And he said he was given. Um, an array of clips from the guys at the FA, Mm. the the team that that, that do that, the editors at the FA, whatever you call them, uh, of players like Mascherano Mascherano and uh, and Pirlo as well, to to look at that and say, Mm. you're going to be playing this position for this particular game. Who knows, maybe going forward, will he, won't he? But you'd imagine he may be used there again. Look at these players, study that. Mm. And uh, I think Gary Cahill was saying as well that in the England training camp, they... Obviously, they have their meetings, and 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 Hodgson um, will give them all the instructions, and they have debriefings and, and whatnot. But he said, but also the players, off their own accord, are having little meetings themselves, yeah. and watching videos, and having discussions about the tactics and strategies and how they're going to play. It does seem kind of amazing that this wasn't happening before, <laughs> but it is it well, is excellent that there seems but, to be that spirit there, thought, and that, but, uh, that togetherness. Well, and would it happen under Harry? Would it happen under <laughs> Harry? All right, because they, yeah, <laughs> but. Um, but uh, well, you don't know what goes on in an international camp, do you? No, but you would figure that, that you know, with that many people away for that amount of time, that they would do that anyway. But the fact that mm. you know that they are doing that is is really encouraging for how much they care, because that's what they're always accused of of not caring anymore. Yeah. Harry Redknapp himself was saying that recently. And obviously, if they're doing that, mm. if they're breaking up into these little groups to discuss their their positions together and their relationships with each other, that's really passionate. You know, mm. that sounds like they really do care. Yeah, and actually, really want to get this to work. And it was a it was a brilliant performance and. It reminded me that watching England can be fun. It was way more enjoyable than any game at the World Cup, yeah. which is ridiculous. And I don't think we'd have won that game at the World Cup. Yeah, and that's prob- there. it's probably one of the more difficult matches we're going to face in that Yeah, easily, really it's easily the most difficult. <laughs> Switzerland away, without a doubt. Well, yeah, and uh, there's, they said you know they haven't lost there for what four years in a qualifying. Mm. It was the last time was to England. Yeah, 
So, um, yeah, I mean, Switzerland are no mugs. I mean, they only just got edged out of the World Cup by that very late Di Maria goal. Mm. Uh, they're ninth in the world. Yes, it, uh, no one's suggesting for one moment, oh, here we go, the English are thinking they win the tournament. Absolutely but, not. But, but coming, you know, we needed a performance like that and we needed a result like that and we got it. Yeah. And the and dickhead quotient right down. Like, the England squad just looked like a, a, a watchable <laughs> do. unit. Yeah. So I said, oh, watch that. They look like nice lads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look but, nice do, lads. but do you not think, though, that some of the England players... They're very aware at the moment that people are down on the national team. Yeah. You could say they've been for a few years. They, at 2010 World Cup, they weren't. There was a different feeling going into that tournament. Euro 2012 was, was, was an odd one. But now, a lot of the, some of the bigger players have been, have been taken away. And I think those players, that are probably why they're getting together, thinking, right, let's try and put this right. Because yeah. England, um, even in 2010, as you say, went into the tournaments and some people probably thought they can do something at this tournament. I think I might have done as well. Whereas now it's kind of like you've gone out in the first round of the World Cup. Mm. You, you're down in the doldrums and these players are looking at each other going, let's get this going. Well, now. the mm. challenge is different now, isn't it? The challenge, the challenge isn't let's go out and win something on an international level. The challenge now is let's get people to care again. Let's get no, better. Let's <laughs> get people to get behind us and like enjoy this and help them enjoy it, which you know, is, is something we all miss about England. Uh, we've spoken about it many, many times. We, we haven't had that in a long, long time. And it, this, you know, this, this can only be a positive. I also think Wilsh is an interesting ploy, uh, choice to play at the uh, base of the Nyman because... you know, He's obviously attacking, isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah. but, but I don't know. But people would look at that and go, oh, he's not a you know a typical defensive midfielder. But I don't think he's he's meant to be. He's very tenacious in his tackling and also his range of passing when he's on form uh, is is very good. So you know to have him play in a sort of Pirlo Modric style role of everyone in the squad that might not be the worst shout. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, really, someone like Carrick might be better suited. But yeah, does Hodgson right. is he looking to youth now? It seems that way. I mean, this worked. is I think Clive Tilsey in his commentary said that this is the. The second youngest England squad, or average age, or possibly first team that you could find. Blimey! Another little fact as well is, is, is Fabian Delph became the seventy-second Aston Villa player to have played for England, which is more than any other side. That's mm, it's surprising, isn't it? Yeah, Liverpool the second with sixty-eight players that have been capped uh, for England. It's well done, Aston Villa. Odd. Mm. Yeah, Stones was at right back. Yeah, did well. Now again, it's encouraging to see that a guy who hasn't had too much well. First team experience really came in and, and, and did a, a decent job. I mean, it it wasn't perfect. There was the time when the ball was slipped through and Cahill brilliantly got back and mm. cleared off the line. But as you say, Jim, you're playing away. That's part to... of the game as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need them to be able to do it. If one of them fucks something up, then another one's got to come and sort it out. So let's not be too critical. Yeah, that's right. The first goal off was a lovely one. Nice yeah. fluid move. In off the shin. Love that. Lovely mm. shin. I love Danny Welbeck. He's, he looks such a likeable lad. <laughs> he does look like a likeable chap. But my opinion on him has actually changed quite a bit recently. I bet he has. <laughs> um, like, like a lot of Arsenal fans. It's taken me a while to get my head around him being an Arsenal player. It still doesn't quite seem real to the point where when I try and picture him in an Arsenal kit, I can't even picture the Arsenal <laughs> kit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, his second guy in particular was very, very well, well mm, great taken. Lovely, yeah. his, Ricky Lambert with an really assist. Well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone was getting in on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All we needed was Beckham applauding from the stands. <laughs> it would have been, a, it could have been complete, wouldn't it? Raheem mm. Sterling's look his haircut is looking more and more like uh, Janelle Monet. You know, the Janelle Monet, the, the wee singer. Uh, she's just a singer. Sorry, we're too old, mate. I, no, never mind. I, I could, we don't me. have to pretend to keep up with no popular doubt. culture like you. No doubt there'll be people listening and nodding right now. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of getting pushed to the front of his head. It's yeah. kind of like up and across, like a strange kind of Elvis, though. Do you know I'm all for that. I was, yeah. I was thinking about um, Raheem Sterling that uh, one of his um, teammates, maybe Jordan Henderson, actually said that. He said the great thing about Sterling is he's completely unaware of 
the expectation and all that kind of jazz around England. Right. Well, he's got three imaginary children to feed. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot on his plate. But I, I just sort of wondered about Sterling because I, I think he's... I mean, obviously, he's a fantastic player, but he comes across, actually, again, quite likeable in some of the interviews. He does seem like naive and all the rest of it. He's only 19 or whatever he is. And I thought, why is that? And actually, because he was born in Jamaica, wasn't he? And he right. I think he was five when he came over. Mm. And he, he, he had, I don't think he knew who Paul Gascoigne was. And I thought... Well, that's maybe it that he he hasn't um, been, you know, he hasn't grown up with a yeah. yeah, perhaps his family haven't watched England as much as maybe some of the other players and, yeah. and the mates and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, well, maybe more. That's the key. That's the, <laughs> we need to we need to nick a pl- players from abroad. Is, is what I'm <laughs> Everyone saying. else is doing it. Yeah, I mean, no, of course he's an Englishman, but uh, uh, but he's he's absolutely fantastic as Sterling. And the way yeah. sometimes I mean, he, he got a bit of criticism from Andy Townsend, um, and you know, make of that what you will. But, uh, but you know, he <laughs> you know he didn't have the most effective like by the standards that we've seen him at Liverpool. But he was a nuisance. He caused them a lot of problems. What a ball though to Welbeck. Absolutely. Mm. I think uh, Glenn Hoddle made a good point that if you're going to play that role, you need to know when to arrive into yeah. that space. It's a very very canny observation from from Hoddle talking about Sterling. actually yeah. With is that in regards to the. Um, the ball in from Danny Welbeck that he didn't quite connect with, where they were both they just misread each other. Yeah, well, the, okay, so that would be an example. But just just when there is space there, which there will be, if Rooney and Welbeck are, are kind of going off and making runs, yeah. the space is um, hopefully created for that attacking player to mm. burst into. I mean, Frank Lampard was an absolute genius at that. Obviously, yeah. Skulls was, and you point to one or two others. But Sterling, you know, he's got a lot of footballing education ahead of him, and and with his just raw talent, it's. It's exciting times for really. you. You forget how young he is, and that that's kind of just outrageous. Like you said there, yeah. nineteen years old. I mm. mean, how many complete footballers are mm. that kind of? The, um, the worry celebrated. though is mm. is there is a lot of expectation on him. The fact that there are people <laughs> he's like by I know he is, but the fact <laughs> that there are people like Andy Townsend who should be doing better than they're a player of his caliber. Like he is, he is nineteen. You know, if, if if people keep saying that about him in the press enough, it will start to get to him. So hopefully, people will shut up and yeah. let him develop. People forget that Andy Townsend wasn't uh, like the best footballer in the world. When no, he was, you know. I don't. Think people do. I think they're reminded of it by the fact that he's not the best commentator in the world. <laughs> well, he, he was a good player, but I mean, he can still have a fair comment on somebody. Absolutely, mm. yeah, everyone has their right I mean, to their opinion. Take us, Did you enjoy the moment when the ITV uh, pundits got watered on? By the I screen, did enjoy that. Yeah. It's more that they it's more that they saw it coming yep. and they still didn't move out of the way. <laughs> they didn't uh, they didn't think about sort of maybe moving towards the camera away from the spray of the water. But it's just it's just enjoyable. Yeah, they, but they took it like Englishmen. Mm. <laughs> Is that their own like There's your very tiny ice bucket challenge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Charles nominated the three of them, and the sprinkler man went, "All right, I'll get them." You know that that was that was perhaps that. Um, yeah, I mean that that would there's people saying that's. Possibly the most exciting it'll get for England um, in the yeah, group. Yeah, there are some unenticing fixtures coming up. Well, yeah, I mean Estonia, Lithuania, Slovenia, and San Marino. But those are them. But then I suppose a positive you could say would be that Hodgson can afford to have a bit of uh, a, a, not practice sessions. That's very disrespectful. And, and away trips to the likes of Slovenia and, and Lithuania are not. A foregone conclusion. No, absolutely. They're very difficult places to go, actually. Um, but like, but he can San try. Marino he in he particular. can experiment. Though. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to be said though for like handing out pastings to teams for yeah. pe- you know for picking up the confidence of a team and just for them to find their rhythm in terms of you know the, the way to goal. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Rooney's got to be thinking, oh, I can uh, break that record. Mm. <laughs> he had a good game, Rooney. 
Yeah, better. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he gets a lot of criticism when he doesn't like pull up trees, but um, but he, he, to credit where he did, he could have proper well. raking balls. And it's like yeah, he they did. stay weird. They stay too high in the air for too long, and it just gives the defenders a chance to kind of regroup and reset. It just mm. it it completely. You've got a really pacey counter-attacking side, and then when he picks up the ball and and rakes a ball right <laughs> across the field to <laughs> to the, whoever's on the right or the left, and it's just a waste of time. Well, the, you just killed all momentum for me. Well, again against Norway when Welbeck came on, he linked. A lot better with Sturridge, mm. and they, they did look much more mobile and fluid. And there is that talk of Rooney: does he kind of upset the balance a little bit? But then, in, in the big games, like you look at that Uruguay game, mm. he was the one who really went right. Come yeah. on, we need this. Now, a slightly different side, a different setting. Uh, I take the point, but it's I, just it's it, just hard to sort of like it's just hard. It's to, now he's a got, tricky one, but also now he's got the captaincy; he's undroppable. Really, yeah. it's kind of it, I find that very. It's a difficult one. Isn't it's it? a difficult one. It means he has to be on the field all the time, and it's just um, and physically, I don't think he can take it. It does honest. kind of imply that there was never really any danger of him being dropped in the first place. But yeah. also, I think he just needs to be angry again. Do you know what I mean? He was, he <laughs> yeah. was better when he was furious. On the edge of a booking. Yeah, maybe like, red card. Maybe before the game, Roy Hodgson needs to get like every single one of the squad to point out one of Rooney's flaws to his face. <laughs> so just to really to wind him up. Face. To his Yeah, to his awful, flawed face. Yeah. My goodness. Um, uh, he'll, well, England are going to play Scotland in November, aren't they? Mm. Up in Glasgow, so... Rooney red card might be, a, <laughs> yeah. might be a, especially if Scotland get their independence. My goodness, yeah, that'd maybe that will be that, interesting. That should be what decides it. <laughs> if Scotland can beat England, they should they should be able to go free. Yeah, but otherwise we should get to you know keep them. Is that how it works? I don't know. Custody. Scottish custody. <laughs> well, yeah, less said about that the better, perhaps mm. on the football ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Group A, we saw the Czech Republic beat the Netherlands two one. First time in only three years the Dutch have lost a, a, yeah. a qualifier. Absolutely shocking mistake. Oh, here. no, a cushioned header mm. that went wrong by Yamat and uh, off his own post. That's my boy. That's, yeah. my, that's my Newcastle player. That's my boy. <laughs> oh, dear, Peter. Oh, dear. Mm. Hey. Lovely hair, though. It's a shame Tim Krul wasn't in goal, because you have <laughs> probably read that a bit better. Maybe. Yeah, or up front. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, either or. Either or. Um, I, I, did, uh, I did enjoy the first Czech goal. Oh God! Yeah, it, screamer! For, oh, they hit both posts. Yeah. That is just—that's <laughs> beautiful. When a when a when a player cuts across the ball like that and it sails in it, he's a mm. thing of beauty. Mm. Struck. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Van Persie said uh, recently that he wants to play at the next World Cup in four years' time, and I did. I did like what he said. I will be thirty-five then, and I will do everything to be there. I live quietly. This saves a few years. <laughs> yeah. some, some eardrums uh, could probably do a lot of running for me. Save your throats. <laughs> Is there any young players who want to play at the World Cup in Qatar? <laughs> Save your throats, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also in Group A, Iceland beat Turkey 3-0. Turkey were down to 10 men for a large part, but what a great result for Iceland. I yeah. mean, I will say it. I've said it once. Top I've group, said eh? it again. Estimated population of 325,000. Similar size. Population size to Coventry. They're the most overachieving nation in world football. It's amazing, yeah. Three uh, 0 as well. A comprehensive defeat. I know Turkey were, you know, yeah. down to ten, but still, it's, it's they're wonderful. ahead of Italy in the group. Now. They've got a real chance. <laughs> they, um, but uh, going back to uh, the Dutch, three five two. All the players hit three five two. Do they? They yeah. want to go back to four three three. I don't know why three five two has become the big boogeyman. It's funny, isn't the it? The Dutch boogeyman, like the, the children yeah. at home in bed, worried that. <laughs> Yeah. Worried that weep for the three five two coming for them mm. in the night. It's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I just want to be a fullback. I'm no. <laughs> so exposed. 
Um, uh, only one of you gets to play on the wing now. Um, uh, well, I, mean, they, I mean, they got pretty far in the World Cup with that system. I don't know why they're so... It's just, they, it's just they have to graft a bit, bit more. Well, they are, but that was Van Hal's doings, really, mm. wasn't it? He did chop and change a bit. Did Van Hal- I mean, the three-five-two system was very popular in Serie A the other season. Mm. It sort of pops up every now and then. I mean, it's a handy system as well, mm. but I, it, is, it is odd, isn't it, how if, if, if certain people, certain teams are trying and it doesn't work out, they they sort of persevere. I don't know, it would be interesting to see what Van Hal and Manchester United do. Didn't, didn't Steve McLaren try that with England? With Terry Venable's influence? Yeah. That was a way to Croatia. Is that the one where... Um, Paul Robinson, the ball, air kicked the ball. Like missed the ball, and it went yeah. off a divot. Yeah, that, yeah, it wasn't really because because playing a conventional back four all your life, days. and then going to a back three mm. takes a bit of time. If you're going away to Croatia in a crucial match, and Croatia would, I mean, it's a good side now, but they were particularly they were good excellent. Then. Yeah. Um, it's not the best of ideas, no. is it? Yeah. Play it simple for crying out loud. Play for the point, and yeah. that that was true without hindsight as well. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> People yeah, were saying that exactly. before that happened. People yeah. were saying that just as the first whistle went. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the, the frustrating thing for Gary Neville in that game is that divot. <laughs> That's an it goes down rim, isn't it? It's with Gary awful. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does. Although he's having a great time in England, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good man for the job. He is, I think actually. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Group A. Um, there you go. What about Group B, where, where Wales beat Andorra two-one? Mm. Um, what was going on with that pitch? It, what, it's, Did it have artificial mud underneath it? Every time the ball like, rolled, this black like it was rubber. So right. it's basically it's the little rubber balls, the little rubber balls. It's like a three G pitch mm. that you'd play down a, uh, like the, the goals or, or any other. You'd know this, James, other... if you ever played for the Ramble. We usually <laughs> we usually play on a three G. You have not played in ages. That's true, <laughs> you, Jim. You've played on a three G before. Yeah, trust. Um, trust. Uh, but yeah, it, it, Gareth Bell said it was the worst pitch he's ever played on. The Welsh have been fu- the Welsh have ever been charged by UEFA saying that there was a pitch invasion. But I think the conditions were quite cramped, so it was one of those ones where the fans sort of spill onto the pitch. With yeah. the celebrations go. It happened with England versus Sweden in uh, Euro 2012. The match we were at, mm. although we were in the wrong end, famously. Um, <laughs> it's a speller uh, booking the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Love those Swedes. Um, uh, yeah, because the fans, because England fans were piling in that end because right. it wasn't much control no um when the goal was scored obviously is a little bit more of a, a off their face on lavender <laughs> non-alcoholic beer yeah <laughs> like, like what i was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am pissed yeah <laughs> i'm sure that's not alcoholic but go with it um uh yeah because there's obviously a bit more of a a sway and a jostle when mm. when the goal goes in that they were the front row sort of <laughs> that's like the crowd's version of a slip and a dink <laughs> <laughs> this my inner jostle. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the first row sort of spilled onto the onto the running track. I think yeah. it was in Kiev, which is deemed a pitch invasion, which I think is a bit ridiculous. Poor. Yeah. I think, I think uh, there should be categories of pitch invasion. Right, okay. Like a running up to the goalkeeper and punching him. That's a big no-no. That's category A. That's category pitch A. Yeah. Pitch invasion. Spilling onto the, the in, onto the pitch side. That's a stand burst. That's a category C pitch yeah. invasion. Yeah. Category B is when. I don't know, in between. It's stopping the game, surely. Yeah, stopping the game. Yeah, category E's a dog. 1967, uh, Wembley, that was category A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> With Scotland fans on the crossbar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's a naughty one. Yeah. I don't know, some of the Brazilian ones, where the fans get on the pitch and beat up the players, they're surely category A. Yeah, I think you've, mm. I think you've left pitch invading and you're just, just breaking the Yobbery. law. Well, there's certainly oh, a pitch invasion breaking, going sorry, on. Sorry, a pitch invasion is breaking the law, but you're talking sort of GBH sort of stuff. No, it just, there, it's so it? bad it leads to an entirely <laughs> new crime. What about those fellas in the 90s who used to try and um, parachute in? 
Yeah. Idiots. What fellas? They, yeah, they, yeah, they occasionally. Times, yeah, they'd, they'd try and get in the on the pitch. I fancied that for the World Cup, didn't I? That was my uh, Jimmy Jump doing his best. <laughs> my Jimmy, special Jimmy Fall or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, but they're, they're, they're going to be they're going to be charged. Um, a shame because they were rather jubilant when when Gareth Bale saved their blushes. Mm. Um, Andorra, oh God, they got quite lucky with that free kick as well because it had to be retaken. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Andorra, of course, they went 1-0 up. It was their first competitive goal in four years. And I, I, I was watching it, and your malevolent side's thinking, oh, my goodness, wouldn't it be hilarious if Andorra got a point here? But, mm. of course, I, I wanted Wales to win. Me well, too. Because, I mean, they're a home nation, but also they've got, they've got a decent squad there. And, I'd and, love to see them at the Euros. Yeah. I'd love to see as many of the home nations as possible there. Totally. Just And, and for them all to be in the same group. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm sure that's impossible. Yeah, that's right. Well, <clears throat> um, the top two, of course, in the qualifying groups go through, and then... The the best third placed side also goes through automatically, and then the third best teams go into a playoff. Right. So, so Wales. You'd have got imagine a, chance. a lot of the home countries would uh, would be able to get in. I think. Yeah. On that. Yeah, on those rules. Because like Ireland, obviously they've they've done better recently, but same with Scotland, they've quite often just about missed out by yeah. sort of starting badly and rallying late. And they've mm. obviously st- they've all started well this time. And if they can sort of continue the form they've had. As I perceive it, at least, and they should be able to sneak in, and I would, I would, I would bloody love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wales um, are, are in a group with 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 Poland and uh, not Poland, sorry, uh, Belgium and Israel. Uh, so a bit tricky. Yeah. And and Bosnia Herzegovina. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they lost. Well, they had a, a, a fantastic result for Cyprus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lovely old smash and grab that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah Edin Dzeko's first game as captain. I Good. know. Like they've just, <laughs> they've come off the. Back of the World Cup, and it's it's a shame, isn't it? Because you want Bosnia to do well because they're one of the smaller nations. But yeah. when Cyprus have a result, like, yeah. you can't begrudge. Yeah, I mean, how small are we going? <laughs> yeah. are you really backing it. You got to back every underdog. Sealand have a team, you know. You back them. <laughs> That's right. Orkney, you know. So. Yeah. Well, Jersey. I mean, they could probably have a team. Uh, well, Gibraltar. Are in well, there, now. there we go. There's the ultimate one, perhaps. I mean, there's about thirty thousand of them. Basically, if you play football and you're in Gibraltar, you've got a chance. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, we should nationalise ha- ourselves. Oh yeah, they were hammered. Uh, what seven 0 by um, by Poland? But we'll get to Group D mm. in in a moment. But um, uh, was it Christoffi, the the the, the, the super uh, chap up front? What a game he had! The second goal he scored, the way he took it, the way he latched onto that, yeah. powered through because he had ages to think about that and mess it up. Absolutely top draw. Mm. Yeah. As as a fat lad was giddy, used to say. just high yeah, on life, like, just unbelievable. I mean, that, that was Ronaldo, Messi esque. What you like? <laughs> I mean, I, I think I th- it was a smash and grab to a certain extent. And Bosnia but, missed the last minute. Yeah, penalty. well, they missed a like, Bosnia were cruising it a lot of that match. Missed but a lot they, of chances, but then they just missed a lot of chances, and you got to take them chances, don't you? Just Bosnia at that level against Cyprus. That's right. Well, <laughs> Bosnia one place above England in the FIFA rankings. They're nineteenth. England are twentieth at the moment. It's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah, but it's probably don't mind it. But you know, that's that's kind of better than normal when we're like third. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, more accurate, right. No one understands yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Cyprus are 140. But I had a look at the the the, the rankings. Poland are 61st. Really? As if there's 60 better countries <laughs> at football than Poland. Yeah. Well, not qualifying for a World Cup does have a big effect on it, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, we talked about the rankings before, haven't we? They should um, have to do the rankings, and then some normal man on the street have got to go in it and go, <laughs> "What? Yeah. No, don't if be you, stupid." If you can't Switch explain it, if you can't explain it to the first person in the street you find within five minutes, <laughs> go back to the drawing board. It doesn't like, work. Find another algorithm. <laughs> I like the thought of just a normal man. Yeah, just a man. Don't really like football. <laughs> oh, okay, excellent. Um, group D. 
Group D, Germany 2, Scotland 1. My goodness. I know. My goodness. They were great. They ha- but the way they lined up, though, it was so fearless. They, yeah. just went, they just went for it. It was great. Yeah, it really was. I, mm. Well done, Strachan. Brilliant. I think the goalkeeper could have done better on Germany's first goal. I don't know why he was off his line. It's a real shame. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they were so spirited. <laughs> Germany haven't sobered up, have they? No. <laughs> <laughs> Argentina came, eh, we beat them with... Oh, crap, Di Maria played. Di Maria gave the best performance that's ever been on a football field <laughs> yeah. by an individual. The pass for the first goal alone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Scotland turned up, and I don't know what Germany were playing. I mean, Scotland were very, very good, don't get me wrong, but Germany yeah. shouldn't be scraping a 2-1 win at home there. No, but credit <laughs> to Scotland, come on. Much, much credit to Scotland, but this is the best team in the world. <laughs> yeah. Scotland's goal was brilliant. It was a great it was. goal. was. brilliant. It was, yeah. All of his legs... Perfect yep. finish. And a ah, lovely ball before that as well. Yeah. Lovely ball from uh, Fletcher, was it? Yeah. Who turned and, and, and slotted him in. But Anya, Anya um, came through Glenn Hoddle's uh, academy in southern Spain, I think. Oh, that one yeah. where they take the old football, uh, the footballers who haven't quite made it and yes. recycle them effectively. Yeah, basically. <laughs> brilliant, He's it? done a good job there. Yeah. Well With done. one player. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's probably a few more, but maybe. But to see him scoring on the international level. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I know. Yeah, Naismith, it was a shame he, he went close. Yeah, he did. They had a few. Nice. Such a great start to the. Rice is out again. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. he's having an awful time. I know. Sydney Sam was called up for this one, but was an unused substitute. (laughs) I mean, if you if you don't play him, you will get run close. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you leave the finest gunslinger in the West on the bench? (laughs) (laughs) Mulgrew sent off at the end. Oh, he had been a wee dafty. I I know, but like he's not trying to time waste, is he? No, it's mental, isn't it? It's just good for the goal average. Get out! I'm just furious. I oh know, it's a bit of a shame, a bit of a shame. Um, uh, the Republic of Ireland, they beat Georgia 2-1. Aidan McGeady. Sk- that skill. Yeah. Aidan McPelle? Where did that come from? <laughs> Aidan McGiddy on. That was, what a bit of skill. As I think it was Hoddle that said, the first touch is great. The second touch to knock it out of his feet. Yeah. And obviously the, the finish was sublime. I just, it's one of those ones <laughs> where you have genuinely... to watch it two or three times yeah. to, to work out how he's done Burkamp-esque. it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and like Hoddle even said after the game, you know, that annoying thing that pundits trot out all the time. Well, you know, if like if Zola or Bergkamp had done that, we'd be talking about it for years. But it's like the thing is, those players did this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> You're not going to go like thirty thirty years down the line. Mm. Like, oh, do you remember that one goal that Aidan <laughs> McGeady scored? That was amazing. <laughs> he did score a good goal in the up and down season. He did, but and I also he scored point. a good goal in that match. Aside from that one, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. He's having a lovely old time. <laughs> he certainly is. The uh, the Evertonians are mm, they uh, are. presenting themselves. It's, very it's well. Credit to Martin. Yep. These players are pl- playing above what you would have expected, mm. I would think. Yeah. Stones as well, as we said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a great win for the Irish, especially, you know, tricky first game away to Georgia. Yeah. To get the win is so crucial, especially in the last minute. That's, it just yeah. gives everyone such a lift, of course. And uh, from what you were saying um, about the home nations and uh, the Republic of Ireland, it would be great to see them all go through or it could be the home nation Scotland and the Republic of Ireland yeah. by the time the tournament comes around of course um, I see Shea given fancying a match yeah. like, not played in a while <laughs> um, uh, weird that the, 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 the trouble is they are in a group with um, Germany and Poland yeah so it is going to be very very difficult Germany, Poland well, Ireland, they're Scotland they're hoping on the third place though, aren't they? yeah I, I, I'd say that was one of the, the, the more tougher groups certainly um, 
So, uh, yeah, but what about the Northern Irish? Mm. They're in with Finland, Romania, Greece, Hungary and, and the Faroes. I mean, a good win for them away. Again, that old tricky away trip, quite similar to the Republic, a tricky, tricky away trip, uh, first game, and, and uh, they, they turned it round with, uh, with a goal right at the end from, from Carl Lafferty, who set up the equaliser and, and bundled yeah. in the winner. Yeah, great <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was his or not. No, it looked like an own goal to but me. To but to take then it from away one from of, him. From one of the angles, it looked like he got like a toe on it as well. So you it's just, really you can't tell. take that away from no. him. You know what I mean? Unless oh, yeah, you can score it, it, in which case you shoot. Yeah, because it was such a beaut, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh, what a pity that didn't go in <laughs> that by the, your hand. Was that their first away qualifier win for four years? Or something I think so. Like but the, the equaliser yeah. was an amazing team goal. Yeah, it was. because it did. The quality of it looked very low as, as a as a match in general and, mm. until uh, Hungary scored and Northern Ireland were like, you know what? No, we're going to have this. Yeah. And they played it along the deck really, really well. Really smart, brilliant team goal that any mm. international side would be proud of. Yeah, uh, yeah. As I say, marvelous win, and it really does get them going. In. And again, it would be great to see them there. Great to see them there. Um, in Group I, um, that sounds weird. It does. <laughs> it really does, Jim, doesn't it? Um, uh, Portugal love a playoff, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't, and that makes it all the more hilarious. I know. One nil. <laughs> what are they doing? One nil to Albania. About Albania at home. At home. I just don't get it. I mean, you know, what I loved so much about that was the way that the Albanian players' celebration seemed to say, well, it's just Portugal at home, isn't it? <laughs> it's not, it's not easy to come to their place. Not, it's not hard. If it's not us, it'll be someone else they let themselves down yeah. in front of. It's <laughs> just our turn, boys. Don't get carried <laughs> away. Doesn't mean we'll be good in the next match. Yeah, what a volley it was. It was yeah. brilliant, yeah. Absolutely class volley. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo must have just been like that for crying out loud. <laughs> Can I play for Spain? Yeah. <laughs> I know. He doesn't play and it's just... And if he'd have played, there's no way they'd have lost mm. that game. It's a lot of criticism of Bento for just sticking with players like Raul Morelis and um, and um, Veloso as well. They mm. just haven't been performing for the national team. It oh must be so frustrating to be a Portugal fan. <laughs> and thinking back to uh, Euro 2004 and, Euro t- and the World Cup 2006, I welcome that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. Don't forget the Euros. <laughs> yeah. Three tournaments in a row, wasn't was it? Was it three in a row? Oh, it feels like it, doesn't no, it? No, 2008. <laughs> we weren't actually there. Yeah, 04 and 06, it was. You're right. You're Not right. that I'm bitter. There we are. There we are. Um, now, France, they're hosting the tournament, of course, in, in uh, 2006. They don't need to qualify. Uh, Frank Ribery, he's retired from international football, uh, missing the World Cup through injuries. Well, now, it's, it's uh, a decision that um, UEFA president Michel Platini, probably former... FIFA president as well. He's just not happy mm. about this. And he said that um, now players retire from international football quite regularly, don't they? They do. I mean, remember a number as of things. Right. Well, John Terry currently has, has done that. Ashley Cole as well. And, you know, no, not, not much is said about that. Frank Lampard's another one. And, and Hodgson sort of says, well, if you change your mind, then obviously we'd, we'd give it consideration and whatnot. Whereas Platini, not involved with the French side, he's the head of all <laughs> European footballing activity, has said it's not up to Ribéry if he retires from international football or not. It's up to the manager. And if he does this, I'm going to give him a three-game ban for Bayern Munich. <laughs> so, well, he's injured, isn't he? So <laughs> but That's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's he... outrageous. Well, they did this with Clive Makaleli as well. Um, but it's quite not... a few years ago now. But it's just outrageous. But is this just because it's Platini? And the, and well, it's... it certainly looks but that, that way. that shows massive <laughs> personal involvement to a particular side. Yeah. Which is shocking. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. Yeah, it's almost like they're a bunch of corrupt dickheads, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Yeah. I but is, that. I mean, has he not heard that like, a lot of people announce their international retirement? A lot of people do well, that. This is it. This is, this <laughs> is, I mean, Platini played a game for Kuwait oh, before the end of his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just sitting there like an outraged bullfrog. He's one to talk, isn't he? He went to play for another national team. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Come on, man. You know, what are you playing at? Uh, the, the quote was great as well. I that. Because he said he defended his decision by saying, this is defined in the FIFA statutes. If he does not come, he's suspended for three games with Bayern Munich. I don't understand him Understand him anyway. He's French at the European Championship in 2016 will take place in France. That's not an unreasonable point, but it's not your decision to make. <laughs> uh, Ribery knows this. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dear, oh, dear. Um, uh, moving on to... Staying with international football, there were international friendlies involving Brazil. They beat Ecuador 1-0 the other night. Their second successive 1-0 win, which mm. will be a welcome sight to many Brazil fans, I'm sure. <laughs> Hey, boring, boring Brazil, they might. Mm, Dunga's yeah, back. Well, Dunga is back, yeah, William scored. Beat Colombia 1-0. Neymar scored a lovely free kick. He came in for the usual treatment from yep. the Colombians. <laughs> <laughs> um, unbelievable. But, yeah, Dunga's back. His, his ideas and tactics are not revered much in Brazil, this we know. Um, but he does command respect from, from many. And mm. uh, Fernando Duarte was saying that, the Brazilian journalist for The Guardian and many others, was saying that... Even though it is Dunga, actually, there's a man who's won the World Cup yeah. as a player. And also his team in 2010, if it wasn't for a capitulation against the Dutch, they should have got, progressed in yeah. that tournament. So I, I think it's, while maybe Brazil has a look at itself from coaching um, upwards or whatever it may be, the, it will in, if the re- Brazilian footballing revolution, whatever that means, takes place, you, you need to get a man to come in and really Steady the ship for a really while. turn the screw and turn yeah, things up. Absolutely, it was. Uh, can we can imagine if Colombia had battered them three 0 or something. Yeah. It would just been just when will this ever end? Yeah. So. I mean, could you? It's interesting that they've gone gone for going back to a previous manager again. And an unpopular one. Yeah, it's, it's odd. In certain sections mm. of the media. Well, all of them, pretty much. Maybe they're just making their way back. They've gone Scolari, yeah. Dunga, I don't know who'd be next. It was Scolari for so long. They're, they're, Mario Zagallo, I think, in 98, probably. They had, they had a succession of managers for a while, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, rightly. yeah. oh yeah, that's right. Menendez. Yeah. Manuel Menendez um, was there. And he oh, God, there. yeah. Vondely Luxembourgo as well for a bit, if I remember rightly. Oh, is that right? Blimey. Well, there you go. Well, there's a certain name that I might like to throw in the mix. Yeah, of course you would. Manage them, but uh, it's a bit predictable. Mm. Um, uh, Falcao came on late in the game, nearly equalised uh, for Colombia. Um, Manchester United, I love this, have come out and refuted claims that Falcao lied about his age. I mm. remember Luke mentioning this on a previous yeah. podcast. Um, the rumour began when he was accused for doctoring his age uh, so he could play at the Under-20 World Cup in 2005 whilst playing for River Plate. Falcao is, is said to be two years older than than he claims. His official age is currently twenty eight. Yeah. So um, we shall see. Uh, but his he made it. This is an outrageous uh, fact about Falcao. He made his senior debut in the Colombian second division at the age of thirteen or fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, do you think he was doing it earlier? Well, maybe well, the, I, I, either or, yeah, Jim. surely. I'm thirty. <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> Make your own minds up. I mean, how big is anyone at 13? Like, you, oh, well, 13. But the, yeah, but the accusation was around 2005, so he could right. play in the Under-20 World Cup. As a 13-year-old or 15-year-old, surely you've not got the foresight for that, have you? Well, I don't know. I'm sure there are powers around him that might. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Make your own minds up, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll wait for I the have. facts to... Uh, <laughs> we'll wait for the facts to service. Um, now, back in England. Back in England, QPR could be in massive trouble. Yep. They face the possibility of being relegated all the way down to the conference unless they pay a £40 million fine for breaching the financial fair play rules. We knew this was coming in, mm. and people suspected that QPR might uh, bear the brunt of that. But, oh, imagine if they went all the way yeah. down. But isn't it only if they're relegated from the Premier League? Is that right? It's something oh, oh, because weird of the like Championship. That. Yeah, because it's a, f- a mm. football league thing, isn't it? But also, Tony Fernandez made a not unfair point 
which is that it's because they've been relegated from the Premier League, so their wage bill was massive. Mm. And had they been like in the Championship before then, it wouldn't have been that big. Um, so it's it's difficult to then you can't cut all of your players' wages if yeah. you're paying them a big Premier League salary, and they felt a foul of it because of that. That's his, his argument. I mean, it's the same for everyone else though. Yeah. So you've got to manage your finances properly. <laughs> I mean, you can't be paying those players. You knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Portsmouth. Yeah, exactly. Well, they didn't get hit by the fire. They just kind of. Just, I think it. they melted. I think they did it to themselves. <laughs> um, That's uh, what really hurts. Yeah, <laughs> Luke. Um, uh, but it's it's one of those things of the financial fair play uh, rules. Everyone's aware of them, and everyone thinks, okay, how's it going to pan out? And then Manchester City, there was talk of them and whatnot. And then when suddenly that headline hits, you're like, whoa! Oh, I said that now. Now you're talking yeah. in a negative way. You <laughs> know what I mean? Talking. Like yeah. bloody hell. <laughs> It just got serious, Jim. It's suddenly a real thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Tony Fernandez um, also said that uh, he'd hate to lose Redknapp to England. No, no one's talking yeah, about that. No, nobody's saying that. Nobody's it, just, that's nobody's not happening. That. No. Has he happening. forgotten what year it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's safe. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Do not worry about that. Um, Pete, we're going to talk about... Um, well, we're not really going to talk about Newcastle United, are we? We're going to talk about Mark Ashley. Okay. Yeah, his sports, popular chap. Sports Direct company have been selling Newcastle United branded rucksacks. No doubt you've got one. Mm. Um, and Fulham is written on the zip tags. Tee Keep it, sod, keep it classy. He was selling. Um, uh, Sports Direct was selling uh, like black metal T-shirts inexplicably. Really? Uh, for like kind of those kind of like Nord, uh, those kind of like Norwegian kind of death metal bands. Oh, I see yeah. the black metal or death metal. I can't remember. But yeah. uh, really sort of hardcore. Crazy, crazy music. Unlistable music. Man. I'm not really sure, to be honest. Yeah, I think black, it's, it's something that it's something about the rhythms they use. Anyway, um, and they were set, they must have just got a lorry full and they just distributed them to the separate um, Sports Direct, not realizing that on one of the T-shirts was a, a there were a far right Nazi oh, band oh, no. and it was a burning synagogue. It was just like it was oh, so like they're selling wow. these in Sports Direct um, around the country. Incredible. He care how he makes money. He's a billionaire, isn't he? <laughs> he's a billionaire. Yeah. That's probably. Why he's a billionaire? It's amazing. Well, so, how are we not billionaires? <laughs> Asked everybody upon not, hearing that. Hey, fact. I've got some new T-shirt ideas, guys. <laughs> a he's also, hasn't he bought the naming rights to Ibrox? Well, I was going to say, Pete, you've been saying that for. Is a it while, just going to say you? Fulham on it? <laughs> Celtic. <laughs> like, we've, his PR agency go. We've covered the previous ones, but that. <laughs> You know, it just as well it was Fulham, the most inoffensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a nurse, isn't it? Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bloody Bennett. Um, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Uh, what about this? Uh, Robbie Fowler's applied for the Leeds United job, and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank has also mm. said he's interested. <laughs> I love that idea. Indeed. Do the Leeds fans, though? Um, I think they're just depressed now. I don't think anything can be At least it'll be interesting. It's yeah, a, exactly. It's a it's temp it's job at most, though, isn't it? It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's try them both. At the same Put time. them both in at the same time. Whoever does best keeps the job. Yeah, yeah. whoever's best so. gets the last ten minutes of uh, some sort of uh, some sort of lower league match against uh, you know. Well, uh, anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, that'll do nicely. <laughs> um, so, so there we are. There we are. Mm. Are we not going to um, mention that um, Big Sep is saying he wants to run again? Well, he is, isn't he? He's going to. He's unchallenged, pretty much, isn't he? I think he might. I, mean, I think he might be challenged. This, this isn't time. in England now. We've uh, this is the FIFA house. Sorry, I just figured we should mention. That's fine. It. They'll lob yeah. it all in there, yeah. because um, uh, Platini's said he's not gonna, he's not gonna have a go. Because clearly, no. uh, you know, if he can smear 
Sep. Sep can certainly smear him worse. Absolutely. I think maybe that's why Sep keeps running, because there's nobody who could oppose him that he doesn't have loads <laughs> of, like, dirt on. Yeah. Dirt yeah. On. yeah. Everyone who gets to, uh, over a certain level at FIFA, he's got it. You know, he's got yeah. them by the ghoulies. If, if not, he can put it on them. They must, <laughs> they must have stuff about him, but like I say, he'll just have more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, because Platini's really fancies that job, and he sort of thought to himself, mm. he's biding his time, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. We, as we've said before, you know how old they go on for. Exactly. Yeah, but it'll be thousands you know, of years be like, in some cases. Platini would be like, you know, <laughs> spitting in, in the lift controls, so the lift's break, and he has to use the stairs, just hoping <laughs> against hope. Maximising that, every so I, that is going to have a sudden problem with his heart or something. I'm fairly like certain there's more than one set blatter. And, uh, um, oh, is he like the yeah. phantom? Yeah. It's like a hydra, you cut off one of his heads and yeah. two grunts. bullshit spits. spouts out of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, any more for any more? I'm all right, thanks. We're done. We're we're done. done. OK, well, let's go to Pete's mystery voice game. Yes, Pete's mystery voice game. Oh, it was a difficult one last week, wasn't it? It was. Mm. Oh, goodness me. How uh, many got it? Uh, actually, I need to apologise to, like, a bazillion people. The Alexi Lalas one. Um, people were writing in, but um, they were either spelling Lalas slightly incorrectly or they were um, using punctuation after the word Lalas, and I only searched for Lalas without the punctuation. So, uh... if you could do us a favour, if you've got the idea and you've got the spelling right, write it in the subject line and then you can write whatever else you know write yeah. whatever else abuse. you want an email abuse whatever and we'll read that out yeah. if you get if you're one of the few who win um but just put it in the subject line so i can just search the subject line and then it's nice and easy yeah. for old pete because goodness knows i like it easy yeah if you do have reputation. any abuse to give pete then do email abuse to pete donaldson that's not a real one um but <laughs> yeah well, so, we'll another day. so apologies to the people we who should set up abuse at footballramble.com it saves a lot of time yeah it's called, it's called luke <laughs> Easy to get it. <laughs> big mouth, big ears. Right, uh, this was last week's clip. Mm-hmm. And it was a difficult one. It was, yeah, yeah. It was a toughie. It I'm was not, a toughie. I'm not sure. Did anybody get it? Um, yes, oh. but a lot more people didn't get it. Uh, okay. Sunji High. Ah! ah. Racists. Well, they Vincent were Tan, right. racist. Okay, it was clearly oh, a Japanese was, man. It was clearly, ja- it was, was clearly a Japanese. I thought, sorry, I thought that was the answer. No, that's no. why I went ah. No, well, you're, you're racist then. If you think that's how's that racist? It was Japanese. Yeah, but it's a guess. Okay. Like with the Dutch one, I guess the oh, Dutch I go to like Japan me. all the time. I understand the differences in <laughs> yeah. the nuances of that the is language. Clearly, and a northern Japanese accent. What between China and Japan? I think you can tell a difference. Yeah. Can you? Well, you can't because you said. Vincent Tan and Sunji High. Marcus Yeah, Stop calling our listeners racist. (laughs) (laughs) No, Sunji High is Chinese. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. Racist. Just get on with (laughs) it. A lot of people went for uh, Nakamura, Shinji Kagawa, uh, Honda, Nagatomo. Uh, Most people went for Nakata, actually, which is quite interesting. Koriwa, Machi Gai Des. That's wrong. Yeah. Wrong. They see? Wrong. Sam Wildblood went for Gary Lineker. Yeah, but there's a. It that, works. Hang on. It works. Yeah. That's racist. It works on very few levels. No, he played no. in Japan. That's oh, racist. And then you suddenly know by your, speak by no, your Japanese. Because he thought that was a that was a curvy ball a from you. Ball. So he thought, oh, hang on, I'm All not right. falling for that. Right. Did Diggory what, Donaldson? What's Jake Arden's excuse? Me door. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's a short clip. Yeah. All right. I'm not having it. Don't dissuade people from joining in I'm your not, silly game. I'm not. Matt Hepburn said, uh, Shinji, you cunts. Oh, no. Bit rude. Very so, rude. He needs to be dissuaded from getting in touch again. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, it was, of course, the Hyogo Hitman, which is a nickname I've just made up, but I'd love it to catch on. Uh, Shinji Okazaki. Right. Yeah. Uh, good. It's obscure. It's not that obscure. Uh, but somebody got it, though. Th- he's Japanese, Japan's uh, third highest goal scorer of all time. Is he, though? With, like, 30 or something. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Robert yeah. Schulter. He got it. Congratulations, Robert. That's uh, Shinji Okazaki. Uh, mm. He says, cheers for a fantastic shot. Cheers for getting involved and being clever clogs in that. Uh, yeah. Stephen Linden also got it. Shinji Okazaki. Hang on, is there like an app that you play footballers' voices in? Yeah, it, it tells you it Well, is. if there isn't, maybe there should be. <laughs> I, I mean, specifically just for this game. Let's, let's create the market quickly <laughs> before someone else. And also Robin Smith as well. Congratulations. Oh, all now friends of the Ramble. All I three lo- of I you love guys, how this, friends of the Ramble. This game just descends into a list of names of, of men. <laughs> Well, no, no. What Women I like about players, it is, well, you're sexist. That, well, they haven't yet, have yeah, they? So we we finally found um, one footballer uh, speaking that it can only be guessed by three people. Everyone else has been an absolute bun fight. Yeah, go on then. A who, scrabble. Who have you got this week? We've got this clip. Good man, shaft bound. Yeah, it's going very good. Oh. Mm. And how can Gary they... Lineker again. <laughs> <laughs> how can they enter this competition? Uh, voice at thefootballramble.com. Put your guess into the subject line and uh, fill the email with any other glorious tidbits you fancy. Good man, shaft bound. Yeah, it's going very good. Excellent. Well, there you are, kids. And mm. uh, now mm. it's time for your highlights of the footballing week with Jim Campbell in the absence of Luke Moore. Hello. Konnichiwa, Machigades. Is that your bit? You've had your bit. Do either of you have a highlight of the week before we jump into this? England. England, Peter? Uh, Shinji Okazaki. Fair enough. Now, mine was that Hungary have a player called Gurgly Rudolph. Lovely. I do not care Yay, if I'm pronouncing that That wrong, is good. Uh, because that's wonderful. So, OK, for the highlights of the week from the Football Ramble Twitter account, at uh, J underscore Makatish says, the perpetually apoplectic Stefan Licksteiner proving that the Swiss stereotype of mild-mannered neutrality is a lie. Fair enough. <laughs> he was largely furious. Oh, the, the paper says a stone in the Scotland game. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. came up. Uh, I forget who that was with. Um, which two players it was. A player from each side. Yeah. Sorry, I can't, can't remember. It's so team. sporting that they have to play games within the breaks of games. <laughs> right, great. Right. Brilliant. So, uh, at Tom Brayford says, um, hashtag non-league day, watching Carlton Town's keeper get beaten by a 50-yard effort, then a 40-yard lob shortly after, finish 3-2. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, yeah. Stephen Dawson, 84, said, had a pasta bake. Fair enough. Good on you, mate. Um, <laughs> glad you enjoyed that. At the Guru 1988 says, the Spanish FA pretending it's a coincidence that Suarez's ban ends the day before El Classico. Hashtag ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Nick McGuigan says, using up my month's data allowance in about six minutes. Thanks for the auto download. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there, basically, we changed providers, uh, which dictated that um, it's provided 250 or something episodes to your uh, podcast client. I mean, who puts automatic downloads on their phone? I mean, really, that's crazy talk. Yeah. I mean, a lot, pe- lot of people, turns out. I'd like to encourage the listeners to do this. Because yeah. <laughs> if they don't listen to the show, we get the download. Yeah. I mean, okay, if, right. if that yeah. has happened to you and you're annoyed about about it, um, I do hope it's a silver lining that our downloads are going to be absolutely massive. Yeah. This month, any so. any problems, just unsubscribe and resubscribe as yeah. well. There'll there'll be a couple of you know problems we have along along the way, but hopefully this will make for mm-hmm. a slightly smoother thing. And and the new way we play, we do our system and stuff means that uh, if there's a particular part of the ramble that you really fancy for whatever reason, uh, Marcus mispronouncing a Russian, for example, yeah. um, or an Englishman, you can, or an Englishman, uh, okay. you can you can isolate that part. You know, like you do on YouTube, you can pick out a certain part of the podcast and then email a link to your. 
your friends and it'll go automatically to yeah, that place, which is a really useful function. And there's all kinds of lovely stuff uh, to be added as we head through the year. Yeah, your friends will love you, but they won't become friends of the Football Ramble. No, absolutely. No. They've got yeah. to no. guess someone's voice. And if you've got that. any queries about any of that kind of stuff, um, put a footballer's name in the title and send your email <laughs> to voice at thefootballramble.com. Shall I carry on with the highlights? Oh, sorry, Jim. Mm. Yeah. We've got at DS underscore North. Daniel Agger paying for the Danish homeless football team to go to their World Cup. Hashtag generosity scenes, which is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I'm sure you all saw that story as well. That's brilliant. Um, we've got enigmatic Lima saying 3% of Iceland's entire population turning up to watch them demolish Turkey 3-0. Which is uh, fair enough. I'm yeah. sure that's pretty much bang on, stats-wise. And um, finally, at Andrew Pizzle says, Barry Davis doing the Ice Bucket Challenge. Absolutely magnificent scenes, which yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, so one more, which is uh, R. Ashfield saying, has to be Zlatan's look of disdain at the Austrians <laughs> yeah. touching him during a corner. I think we've all seen that. Yeah. And the ensuing elbow. They were too scared I, to send him off, apparently. Apparently yeah. so. I enjoyed, I enjoyed uh, the Arsenal um, Stonewall uh, Rainbow Laces video. Genu- yeah. Genuinely the first bit of football PR that genuinely made me laugh. Mm. Just... Santi Cazorla. Santi Cazorla. Just, just doing a little shake of the head. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously um, the Ox doing uh, the Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Cowabunga. I don't think he's ever seen that. I don't think he's ever seen the Ninja Turtles. The no, but that franchise keeps on going, so you might have seen it, but certainly not in its pomp. <laughs> I'd never heard that before, actually, about him. That, uh, no, I hadn't, but it, it kind of kind of makes sense when he does the eyes. Yeah, yeah. No, a, br- a brilliant campaign. Anti-anti. Hmm. Um, Homophobic. Oh, anti fuck. <laughs> anti fucking. Yeah. Well, I have none of that on my watch. Um, uh, uh, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. Clearly not what I meant. Anti fucking Gazala. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Set Blatter S, wasn't wow. it? Wow. Um, but yeah, no. Well done, Paddy Power, for that. Well mm. done, yeah. um, oh, uh, was that breaking the Swedish goal scoring record? Yep, and that guy's nose. Got a David Alaba's <laughs> Got to mention that. That's it. Uh, yeah, we're done, ladies and gentlemen. We're done. We are. Mm. If you want to get in touch, um, the email is a show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. We've talked about the mystery voiceover one enough. Um, Pete on uh, Absolute Radio. Yes, we do have a uh, live Barclays Premier League commentary from the Stadium of Light. It's uh, going to be Sunderland versus Spurs off the back of a bit of Liverpool shooing. Uh, I hope um, <laughs> Spurs turn up. Yes, I think indeed, so. Indeed, join Clark um, Carlisle and uh, the fabulous John Champion in the uh, in the place. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, uh, that's it. Say goodbye, Jim. England, well done, England. Well done, England. Well done, England. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Gorewa, Machi Guides. Goodbye from me. <laughs>